Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. Don't, don't worry about the sound in the background, the ripping up of paper and throwing it away. That was yesterday's script. Don't you worry. Over here, we have today's script, where we found some stuff in the news, commented about it on radio, and turned it into a podcast. I kind of need a strapline that makes it sound better than... Well, than it is, really. Would be good, wouldn't it? And we did a podcast, it came out sounding like this. Welcome along to whatever we get up to today. Are you a cabbie? If so, this actually this is bad news. This is pointless news for you. There's a thing about having to take the knowledge test. Guess if you've already done it. You know, it's like finding out that they've changed the driving test. It doesn't affect me. All right, so we'll move on from that one. What else is in the news? Um, where do you do your moping? Good news if you would like to improve your mental health. There is a genuine suggestion, but I know you won't follow it. Something to do with the Henry Regatta and ghosts. I reckon we can turn that into a show. We talk a lot on this show about sewage. You know, people in the comment section are on the podcast often say you talk a lot of sewage. Words to that effect. But we do because you pay good money to get water. You know, the kind of water... What kind of water do you expect? Probably stuff that's not got poops in it. And our water companies aren't great at that, are they? They do, they do put poops where they're, where they're not meant to be. And we've all done it, but it's worse when they do it. Well, now the Henley Regatta could turn into a river nightmare after rowers were warned to watch out for poops. The um, How are they going to do that? They're facing the wrong way. No, you know, you try and keep an eye out. You're looking over your shoulder all the time. Clean River campaigners claim that 12 hours of sewage were pumped into the Thames near the scene of the boat race last month. So, you know, still could be... Still could be around there. Um, there is a version of the headline that I would love to do now. It's too rude to say on radio. We'll leave that for the podcast, but it's Henley Regatta, but not those words. Something similar. But it just goes to show it's ridiculous, and we're paying for good money. And now even the posh people are going to have to watch out for someone else's dinner going past. James Wallace of River Action said it was wrong for sewage to be, uh, for pollution to be released uh, in a course it's going to be used. Feels like it's wrong anyway, isn't it? So. What are we doing in this one? Oh, this piece of paper over here. It's entertainment news, but Larry's busy this week. So we'll just do this. Apparently, jockey Frankie Dettori, remember him? He has built a sulking room in his mansion where he broods after losing a race. The 52-year-old... Is he only 52? Actually, at his height, is he more than 14? The 52-year-old has clocked up more than 3,000 wins but admits that he takes defeat personally and he's got a room where he just goes and mopes. Is that... Because before we've had the world's smallest violin in this studio. Have we still got it? What do you mean you lost it? What do you mean it's really small? Oh, no, that doesn't make sense. What... Imagine that. Oh no, I feel really upset. I shall just go to my moping wing. What could possibly cheer me up about my life? Would I have an entire room? This guy's got a room to mope in. There'll be people in their 20s who can't afford to rent that much space. And they have to do all their moping in the same place they eat and sleep. So, honestly. Then again, mansion. At his height, it could be a normal house just with little tiny dividers everywhere. You know, doll's house style. You never know, do you? The show that keeps you up to date with all of that there news and stuff, like Gwen Stefani says that snogging her husband is the key to her improved mental health. So that's good news, isn't it? Because if you're worried about your mental health, all you need to do is snog Gwen Stefani's husband. Do you know what? I think it's probably fine, actually. No, I'll, I'll just I'll shrug it off. I'll bottle it up. No, I'm all right. Thanks for the offer, though, Gwen. 
Do you consider yourself to be modern? And if you're a man, therefore, are you a modern man? I think I'm very, I am the very model of a modern major general. I know that about myself. I have information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England and can quote the fights historical from Marathon to Waterloo in order categorical. So there is that going for me. I'm very good at integral and differential calculus. I know the scientific names of beings and amalculus. In short, in matters vegetable, animal, and mineral, I'm the very model of a modern major general. But that's not what this story is about. Modern men are now nearly as likely as women to openly display a sensitive side. Do you think this is good or bad? I... I mean, look, I'm a modern man. I'm, I'm put my feelings first. Of course I do. Because why would I hide them? Um, but this is what I've discovered in life. Let me tell you what I've learned the hard way. When women say they want a sensitive man, what they mean is they want a man who understands what they're going on about without them explaining it properly. Just knows straight away, just like really sensitive, just really like gets you. That's not what the word sensitive means. You're thinking of clairvoyant there. You're thinking of uh, good guesser. Um, sensitive means easily upset. Yeah, you don't want that women, do you? No, just come on. There's a thing in the news about ghosting. And I mentioned this. We all know what it is, right? This is where if you split up with a partner, or I suppose more likely if your partner splits up with you, they then just stop contacting you. And that's how the end of the relationship works. And people always call it cowardly and whatever. It says here, the majority of people have been ghosted by a potential love interest. I don't know what they're upset about. Oh, would you prefer to be strung along for a little while first before being disappointed? Yeah, why not waste some time? Hmm. But four out of five daters have suffered the embarrassment of being ignored when calling or texting. Oh, come on, get over yourself. It seems... It seems the best way to do it, says me, who's definitely done this. Oh, back when I was single, before getting married and settled down. Oh, I was a busy man. I can't expect a text about everything, can you? you know. But I just wanted to explain what ghosting is. Because last week on the show, we talked about Mark Wright, who thought that he had slept with a ghost. I think I know where he made a mistake here. Um, no, it's easy to get confused, but I think I know what happened. Passing the knowledge test could be a thing of the past, because taxi drivers these days use sat-navs. It says, current, I know you're upset about this, don't call me, Just this is in the news, right? Currently, drivers of all cabs and private hire cars are tested on their knowledge of local roads, but there's a move to try and get rid of this. Now, if ever you've been in an Uber, I think they're the ones who don't have to do it, isn't it? They just get the old sat-nav out, and I suppose... In the old days, your options were someone who knows where they're going or someone who's absolutely lost. And now it's someone who knows where they're going versus someone who's just going to slavishly follow a sat-nav. So I see there is a there is a difference, but I'm worried if the if no one knows the knowledge anymore. Because every so often a sat-nav just gets it wrong big style, doesn't it? It tells you to take a left into a river. And that means all taxi drivers would be taking a left into a river. If anything, it's going to make our rivers well, and you do not want to end up swimming in one of our rivers, because you know what the sewage company's doing there. There's a story about sport. I know it's not often that we cover sport on this show, because I know less about sport than I know about other things, which is not a lot. But I understand this one. So it says here, tennis names of the world's top tennis players go over some people's heads with only one in five Brits saying that they've never heard of Andy Murray. 36% don't know a fellow tennis star, Novak Djokovic, who got a record-breaking 23 Grand Slams. So I think what this 
So this survey is saying people don't care about tennis. Well, that's up to them, really, isn't it? I think there's another thing going off, though. Andy Murray, Tim Henman, they're an exception. But in general, whenever I've been broadcasting on places where I have to be serious, not like this, right? Soon as tennis comes up, oh, some of those names. I mean, even Djokovic, you struggled when you first heard of him and then you got used to it. But oh, it just when you have to read out the scores of some low-down game, like, I, none of this makes sense. Are you sure these are letters? Halfway through reading out some tennis scores, you think you're in the middle of an eye test. It's ridiculous. So I think we got to the bottom of that one. Right, that's pretty much it done. There's one story that we didn't broad... No, there was... Um, I promised in the show there was the headline that should have gone with the story about Henley Regatta being um, ruined by floating poos in the Thames. Uh, Henley Rochatta. No, okay. No. Also, while we're on that topic, uh, this is in the news, astronauts apparently have to do a training course in how to go to the toilet because everything floats. Ooh, yeah, not happy about that. No, because... In theory, I understand Newton's laws of motion. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So if it bounces, it will come straight back at you. And uh, no one wants to attempt re-entry. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. how about we leave all that news and try and hope that tomorrow's stuff's got less poo-related stuff in it. Subscribe to wherever you get the podcast. Uh, tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, yeah.